Why am I always left super confused by Marlo? Marlo I, feel, is I never mess. know what's wrong with her. God, I, who knows? I love that on Watch What Happens Live, that was the first question he asked. He was like, Marlo, I honestly don't know what you were upset about at the end of the episode. Like, no one did. No one did. And she's did. like, oh, you didn't? No. <laughs> we don't know what's the matter ever. And then Never. you have this huge reaction. And we're like, oh, 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 oh um, I, I don't know. Marlo, I don't know why you're mad. It's so weird. And so, so weird. she's, she, I hate saying this, but she's really just kind of not delivered like we wanted her to as a housewife. It's it's weird. It's sometimes it's really, her confessionals actually crack me up, but her, yeah. her as a housewife sometimes is a little forced. Mm-hmm. And I hate that because I do think she can deliver, but she's got to get out of her own way. Yep. Like she's really got to step aside. Your hair looks great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank Love you. It. This Love is, it. I can't, uh, this is my natural, this is how it dries. Oh. So I'm very, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, at, I'm having a hard time. I have a hard time embracing my curly hair. You should it embrace just, it. I feel very, um, I, it makes me feel like kind of like <laughs> fat. <laughs> That's the, it makes me feel like dumpy and not cute, but I'm going to, I'm trying to embrace it because I have to wash my hair every day. Mm. For the next few weeks, and for late ladies with long hair, they know it's the, it's not fun. Mm. Taking a shower is one thing; washing your hair is another. Okay. So when y'all tell guys I got to stand and wash my hair, you're serious about that? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I can't go out with you, and I've got to stand and wash my hair. I believe it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a real thing. Okay, it's fucking real. There you go. Um, All right, guys, we are going to be covering Martha's Vineyard and Atlanta today per usual, but check the timestamps in the description so you can skip ahead. We're going to start with Martha's Vineyard because I'm trying to force it down your throats Uh because if you're not watching it, it's it's you got to watch it. It's totally worth it. It's so summer. It's what the regular summer house or or original summer house wishes it was. Mm, Exactly. And, And in case you missed that, um. I'm not covering the OG Summer House or Jersey this week. I'm done hate recapping. I can't do it anymore. Like that finale of Jersey was such garbage. I was was like, it was a mess. It was a literal mess. It was like, this isn't, this is what you would look at and say is a mess. So goodbye. If whatever, fuck you guys. Okay. Mm Okay. Uh, but if you guys are new here, make sure you are subscribed, hit the bell so you never miss an episode. And then, of course, Kendrick, my love, my partner in crime, Kendrick. Yes, you have to make sure you're following Kendrick's podcast, Reality and Comics 2. And it's available everywhere you get my podcast. He does not, a bunch of people asking if you have a YouTube channel. I said, no. Oh, yeah. I do not. I do not. But I have a podcast. He does and have em- a podcast. Yes. Emily comes over there all the time. So. Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I yes. do. Yeah. Come on over. Uh, so, yes, guys, let's get into this right now. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. I mean, look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I'm a complete mess. What is this, honey? I love that. I'm Emily. Every week, I recap the latest episodes of your favorite Bravo shows, from Housewives to Vanderpump Rules. We need to get more cosmopolitan. 
Puppini! So if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. Okay, so I'm going to talk some shade about Jordan. Oh, oh, okay. On, on um, Watch What Happens Live. Okay. I've been very I honest. I, I think I know what you're going to say, so I'm, I'm anxious to hear. Yes. Oh, I don't know. If, okay. I've been oh. very honest about my crush on Jordan. Like, she's so mm -hmm. beautiful that I'm, like, kind of blinded to it. Mm-hmm. I was very underwhelmed by her look. Mm-hmm. For the I Watch What like, Happens Live. For Watch What Happens Live. You know, yes, Watch What yes. Happens Live. She's like her, the pink look that she has in her confessional on Martha's Vineyard. I'm like, now see, color maybe. Like come with some color. Like mm -hmm. do your hair. But instead she went for this like sleek look, I guess. And the and like it just wasn't popping. So there's that. You know, fine, mm -hmm. do you. But she was so boring. I, I knew you were going to say it because. Oh my God. I was very. <laughs> Whelmed. <laughs> I was just whelmed. There was nothing, yeah, nothing special about it. it. And you know what? As annoying as Marlo is sometimes, she knows how to do an appearance. Exactly. Because her, like, Marlo literally, like, kept that episode it afloat. Because Jordan, I, I <laughs> hate... You know, when you do the live interviews after Bravo, like an episode, you have to either, like, bring the shade, you have to either bring the funny, or you've got to bring the tea. One of the three. It's got to be one of those. Jordan was way too just matter-of-fact on the episode. Liter that was literally, she answered everything so matter-of-fact. And yes. he was so over it. He mm -hmm. was like, okay, thank You're you right. for nothing. Every question. You can always tell. It's just like, oh, girl, you, you've got to like... You're a newbie on a show that like could be around for years on Bravo. You've got to help sell it. Like, yeah, you've got to do your exactly part. That's exactly it. You've got to do your part. She did not help sell that at all. Mm -mm. No. And nothing. She did nothing. Everything was so matter-of-fact and boring and simple. It was like, well, now no one's excited. Right. I feel like Jasmine would have been great. Jasmine would have nailed it. Mm -hmm. And I get why they went for Jordan. Listen, yeah. I get it, okay? Mm -hmm. Pretty works. And I'm not mad at it. I'm Pretty really not. However... Works. Yes. <laughs> That's what they got out of her. Uh -huh. That's what and they I got. Was like, oh God. It was like watching paint dry. It was exactly that watch. It just there's nothing fun about like this sounds so stupid to say like during an interview, but it, it there's nothing fun about someone that answers the question. <laughs> like <laughs> just like how it's presented. Exactly. It's he like was, what did he, you think of her dress? She's like, it was okay. It was it's a like, green okay, dress. Like, Right. It was a very green dress. You know, her color's orange, but it was green. You know, it was nice. It's like, girl, okay. Andy was so over her. He's like, great. So glad you're here. Right. God. And he mm. really has a hard time with Marlo, too. So he's like, this isn't my favorite episode of Watch What Happens Live. You could tell by the way he introduced the episode. I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> I, should I watch this? Like, what is happening? <laughs> 
He's no like, idea. I guess watch it. I don't know. Right. I don't got, care. Whatever. I don't know. You guys can skip it. Actually, it's he fine. just had that like super highly rated episode with Ariana. So he's like, I can I can have a few clunkers after this. Yeah. It's okay. And I think he even said we're taking two weeks off after this. Like as he was saying goodbye, he's like, we're the next two weeks off. That's why I well, I don't care. I'm I, out. I'm bye out. Bye. <laughs> Later. Yes. I'm out of um, here. Okay. So now that we've thrown all of that shade. Mm-hmm. Let's get into what the she should have been throwing, but okay. Which, yeah, she should have been doing that. Like we, we did. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lord. She had Marlo. That would have been a sh- like the perfect shade partner. Like <laughs> yes, you, she was throwing them up, and you would not catch them. Marlo God. was trying so hard. She was like, "Girl, I'm trying to right. help you here, but mm. you're not picking it up." Okay, okay, yeah, no. you're not getting it. At all. Um, but cutie little Amir's like ready to fight the guy and they're like breaking him up. But his cause his trigger is bullying. And he, yes. I love I love him saying he's like, but now that I can kick someone's ass, I will step in. <laughs> I did it, I'm not gonna lie, it was hilarious like seeing him say that, but like actively like looking <laughs> up at the guy. <laughs> The guy's like a full person taller than him. Yes. Like, and you can tell you can tell at that point Phil was actually trying to show like the first like self-control for the first time since he's been there. Cause he wanted to like crack a short joke or something. He was like, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it right now. <laughs> he's like, I'm not gonna do it. No. Nope. I think Phil was actually kind of curious. Like, okay, I would like, like what to you see you attempt that. Yes. Like what you got? You've okay. got a lot of confidence here, buddy. Let's uh <laughs> let's see what happens. Let's go. Let's go with it. Love it. Yeah. But Preston, Preston and Alex are done. I don't blame them. They're like, mm-hmm. I was so relieved we weren't about to have a whole like, maybe Phil should stay. I'm like, oh thank God, get him out of there. I can't, yeah. I don't even want to see him ever again. Please. Mm-hmm. So Jordan, but then Jordan goes to talk to Phil and hey, something's wrong with him. Something's seriously wrong with him because he's yeah. just not. He's like he's like I shit in his toilet because it was my <laughs> toilet. And then he's then he like gets off track because he says he says they should be mad at Bria, which we're like yeah yeah you should have been mad at Bria. So why did you shit in his toilet? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then he goes and Milo, and he thinks he's so funny. He's so funny talking about Milo, and then God. he's then he starts pulling out a hundred dollars to watch. To to have her run around and chase Milo, and it's like, just what are you obs- doing? What are you doing? It's so weird. The one person that's on your side right now, or even like trying to like throw you a bone, yeah, and you're throwing a hundred dollars at her. Like, come on, man. Get to say it I'm together. gonna watch you chase a dog. Disgusting. So- yeah, but then, but then, then so, well, I can't remember. Someone comes down and he's like, "I haven't been rude to you, Jordan. I called you cute." And, she, right. and even she's like, oh, my God. Wow. He called me cute. Oh, my God. Like, that's the best thing anyone's ever said to me. Like, shut up. Phil is such that guy. He's yeah. that guy. He's like, you know what? He's a guy that tells you, like, you're pretty for and then, like, gives you a descriptor. <laughs> and it's like, OK, dude, like, get out of here. And that's then not you're a compliment. supposed to be grateful for it. Right. It's like, oh, thank you so much. Like, no. Say, thank you for that. Oh, you're right. Thank no, you thank so you. much. Thank <laughs> right. you. Um, I can't, okay, so I got a chemical peel again, and there's this part. I love to peel skin, <laughs> and so I keep having to stop mm. myself because I can feel it. Okay, so if you see me starting to touch my face, be like, stop it. I need to. You know what? I, I, I'm feeling like y'all are throwing me signs because this is now <laughs> literally 
the third like really? I'm I'm recording this, but like I've listened to two other podcasts today where someone one of them was uh Ebony K. You know, I love Ebony K. Williams yeah. podcast holding court. She talked about on there uh how she had just done like a uh she got a uh, a chemical pill from somewhere. Uh-huh. She told it for a reason because she got some story done. And someone else said it too. I'm like, man, I need to get a chemical pill or something. Like, you know, I'm all about the skincare. So like, I oh like yeah, because to... you got glowing skin. Thank you. It yes. looks r- this okay, everybody. This camera makes it look a little rough right now. It used to like give me like a natural filter. I don't know what's going on right now, but the skin is okay. Okay. <laughs> no, we're, yeah. We're I it. had the first chemical peel because you do, you have to do at least two rounds. The first one wasn't as miraculous mm. as I wanted. The second one, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. This there is you why go. like this is why rich people look like perfect all the time. They just keep taking off layers and layers of skin. They just look like baby skin all the time. That's what I need. I'm, I'm, yeah. Damn it, I'm scheduling one. Yep. Does, ooh, okay. Random question. I know we're getting aside, but does healthcare cover it? Like, nope. can I get, oh, damn it. Okay. There's absolutely <laughs> no medical reason to get it done. I know. I was about to say, like, I'm trying to think, like, what can I say no, to get this yeah. covered by Cigna? <laughs> if you figure out a way, though, actually, I'll don't tell know. anyone. Keep it a secret. Don't tell Okay. Anyone. Okay. You can just tell me, but don't, well, we won't talk about it here on the pod. It'll be okay. our secret because that, then, then people will be on to it and it'll, mm-hmm. I'll insur- send, I'll give, in- give. insurance fraud is our little secret. You're right. <laughs> No one has to know. Gotcha. Wink, wink. Um, okay, so Jasmine comes in and she's like, because they're going to do a, fa- a, a house meeting. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, ladies. And I then love Phil- a house meeting. I do too. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're already getting a house meeting? Yes, mm-hmm. give it to me. And Phil's like, and gentlemen. And Jordan's like, are you though? Are You You get the title <laughs> of a motherfucker sitting on a couch. And then, and then Phil's like, are you mad because I shit in his toilet? I'll shit in yours too. Goodness. Which is very not cool. But then no. Jordan, Jordan does this. She goes, do it. And then does this really big wind up, bitch. Like she goes, like, she goes like, like I didn't, I thought it was a joke kind of because I was, it was just like so big and like, right. and then she's like, I will watch you. You think I'm scared? <laughs> <laughs> but then wait dude the security they have is the biggest man i've ever seen yes. in my life yes he is a what do they call it a, um oh it's a uh they call it some kind of force like he is a like a a dominating presence like in the room it's like is oh he my like goodness. Se- is he over seven feet because He's i gotta swear be. to god phil is already phil is super tall, tall. right <laughs> And I feel like they must have had a height requirement. Like, think of think of all the different people who I was going to say auditioned, but who like submitted <laughs> submitted to be the security. They're like, mm, mm-hmm. no, we need a really big person. Like, we yes. have big people. We got people on Bravo that like the like. After, I feel like after Teresa pushed Andy at that one reunion, she they're like, okay, we oh, got to yeah. take this Jersey, kind of seriously. Jersey now. has security. <laughs> yes. Jersey has security. That's cr- it cracks me up. The Jersey definitely has security. Like at Absolutely. the at the at the fucking finale, you see security. Like, are we getting in? Are we getting in? Yes. Yes. Uh, but the house meeting. Okay, so Phil's in the kitchen mm-hmm. and. Shanice is, of course, not saying a word, but I'm like, bitch, this is your friend. Right. Okay. You should be mortified. Second instance of her being a terrible friend in two episodes. I'm like, I would be, if that was my friend that I invited, he'd already be out. 
Right. He would he would all, literally like he would already have been gone. Like I would have been like producers, how do I get my friend out? Because I right. didn't, I don't know who this is and he's out. Like goodbye. Nobody needs to like have a house meeting for me to tell my <laughs> friend that they've had like the worst behavior we've ever seen on TV. Like get out of here. Exactly. No like, one. What are, no one. I don't need you done deal goodbye you're gonna make me look bad Mm -hmm. see you later don't treat my don't treat people like this right but of course okay mariah doesn't know all this stuff that's happened so not a great look for mariah (laughs) because she comes into the kitchen and she's all cool with phil and it's like oh this isn't this isn't good nope this isn't great mariah's in her own world (laughs) she's because she's mad at the rest of the house because of the moon mass thing and so she's on the moon so yeah (laughs) phil is the only one that didn't assault her moon mass feelings so she's like phil gets me i'm like Mm -hmm. phil would have been an asshole about your moon mass just so we're clear right this would be like phil This would be like if everybody was mad at Marlo, but like, of course, Sonya comes down the stairs. She's like, oh, my God. Hey, hey, Marlo, bestie. What's up? That's exactly that. Yes. (laughs) And we're like, no. no." Right. We're like, we're trying to root for you. God damn it. You're a fucking American Olympian. Get over here. Get on the right side. Get over here. What are you doing? Get over here. Get over here and sit down. Get over here. Sit down right now. I swear to God. Damn it. Yeah, but then Bria gets nominated to tell... Bria was dead asleep, though, so fine. She's dead Mm -hmm. asleep, so she's like, I actually don't know what's been happening. She's like, still... But then Bria pulls this move. Pissed me off so bad, honestly. This was too much. Way too much. Because it's so different. Uh And I was really confused... How maybe there was a lot more to the conversation that w- they edited out. I'm gonna go with that, right? Because it feels like Jasmine put up more of a fight, maybe. Uh-huh. And Bria was like, I don't feel comfortable because she's the one who's been wo- she's such a brat. She's woken up from her sleep. Uh-huh. Now she has to kick her friend out. And she didn't see what he did that was so bad, even right. though she's being told, right? The whole house hates him. She's like, Well, if he has to go and I have to tell my friend, then. I don't like what Mariah did. I feel uncomfortable. (sighs) If Mariah was willing to sit with you and talk to you, it'd be different, right? And Mm -hmm. I agree Mariah and her should have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Mariah was, you know, definitely ignoring the fact that she did that. Fine. Mm -hmm. But to then go through with it, we even said last, you said, I hope she's not kicked off after this. You said it. I hate that I thought it too. Oh. I willed this into existence, and I hate it. Oh. It really, really, really blows. Man. Yeah, it really sucks. It's not not my favorite. Gosh. And Silas really co-signs it. Silas that, too. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't, maybe it's not like a military thing. Yeah. Like the rules. I feel like him and Jasmine, like Jasmine didn't want to like agree with it, but I feel like they're like, overcompensating to be like the fair host mm-hmm. like they're really trying to be like okay well we did say this so house rules would dictate that mm-hmm. this person too and all like that so i feel like they're trying their hardest to be like really fair and no one can call them hypocritical yep but i feel like this is one where you could have pushed back a little bit Agreed. you like somebody but i feel like first of all <laughs> i feel like Amir's ass should have said something in this moment, okay. knowing what he reveals later on in the episode. I'm right? Like, oh, like, okay. Like, that would have been, you know, a, the good thing. But I also feel like I hate that uh, Jordan kept saying, like, 
uh, you know, I love me some Mariah. I love to run like that. But Bria's right and all. I'm like, no, she's not. Like, everyone, stop it. Bria is not right about this. Bria's acting way, way, way too much about it. However, I will say, now mm-hmm. knowing that Amir was the one who put it in there, <laughs> she's like, this is coming out of nowhere. Like, she's like, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, oh, going back to it, she really does feel like you're coming at me with something that didn't even happen. Right. <laughs> And I kind of love the fact that he did it too, honestly. Because <laughs> when they showed the clip of him like being like, and oh. then just like chooses not I to thought say he anything. Was, I thought he was just trying to ask them, guys, what you fighting about? Right. Nope. He was trying to be like, excuse me, uh, I did that. He saw it go left super fast. He was like, nope, staying out of that. All right, Shanice, you ready to go? <laughs> God. Silas goes, Bria has said Mariah assaulted her. I'm like, yo, we're using words. Okay, I'm not going to downplay it, though. I want to be fair. Mariah way mm-hmm. overreacted, got in her face, and she did push the clothes on her, and there's, there was a physicality to it. Mm-hmm. She is not apologetic. She feels completely justified for what she did. Fine. I don't mm-hmm. want to take that away at all. But Bria is just such a little brat. Right. That it's hard. It's like, oh, you little... Ugh. It drives me crazy whenever somebody tries to be the victim and the villain at the same time. Because I feel mm. like in that moment, Bria was like ready to go to war. And so it was a whole thing when neither one of them would calm down, had to agree to disagree, get out of the house, Mariah stayed, like all this kind of stuff. But then later on, like she's in the club, hand on head, she's the victim. Um, and oh my god I can't believe y'all allowed Mariah to get an Uber and come to this club and come in here and party and you know be of own free will and all of this it's like girl calm the fuck down <laughs> like what, it's not that deep you yeah. got into an argument that didn't even lead to tussling or anything it led to her putting your doggy toys in your chest like I get it I get it but like be fucking for real right now Yeah. BFFR yeah but Bria then has the most straightforward conversation with Phil. She's like, you got to go. Yep. And then he gets all crazy. He's like, you were the one who didn't put the note on the bed and eh, whatever. And it says rude shit to her. But then the producers and security get his ass out. And as he gets in the car, he goes, what would Obama have done? Oh, God. We've hey. gone to slavery to Obama. We've yes. gotten the full, the full gambit of conversation with him in these episodes. He My would Lord. go to slavery and Obama. Right. He would go to those places. Polar opposites. It's like, okay, let yeah, it's time to go, Phil. Sorry. Bye-bye. Let's go. Let's bye, go. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. God. But then Jasmine has to talk to Mariah. Uh, I mean, Mariah does deny <laughs> Mariah's like, I didn't touch her. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Mariah, you're not helping yourself here. But this, right. it's, it was, I felt bad for Jasmine. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Because I know it wasn't easy for her. And I know that Mariah will not be forgiving her anytime soon. Right. I'm sure they're fine now, though. I like, hope in, so. in real time. Right. I hope so. But then, Shanice. After bringing crazy pants and inviting Phil, that guy, she goes and gets in the shower and she hears someone knock. She goes, who is it? And he's like, it's a mirror. And she goes, come in. He's like, yeah, I'm good. So then she comes out knowing he's right there with her boobs out. And (laughs) the thing is, she's it's she's doing it so on purpose. She's like, sorry about my boobies. 
sorry about my boobs. They're just boobs. They're just boobs. (laughs) And it's he's like, okay, I get it. And it's uncomfortable. Then I like Amir looks at the camera in the corner and he's like, did you get that? And the camera nods. I like literally, okay, like I know that there's like a whole like, you know, behind the wall like situation on here. But I always think sometimes that the yeah. cam- those are just there like i yeah. feel like the real action is with the guys follow them around with the cameras yes but the fact that someone is like actively right there watching too and did that i was like <gasps> i like had their reaction it on made me I was like, oh my god <laughs> right <laughs> i was like oh does someone always watching this? right it's like <laughs> i know it makes me think like if uh the other episode of Silas and Jasmine had yes. peeked out and said, are you watching us? That camera would have went up and down with all of that. That is such a bizarre realization. I know. <laughs> I literally had the exact same reaction as him. I was like, oh. <laughs> it's just, it's a, it, was, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, there, thank God Amir's like, yeah, if I'm liking Jordan, I'm not going to be messing around with her friend. And Shanice mm-hmm. is like, mm, whatever. <laughs> another thing jordan was really boring about because andy was like how'd you feel about shanice you know trying to get with amir and she's like well shanice is my friend i love shanice and i felt nothing i'm like oh, God. Cool. i'm happy he's got you on here asking you all the questions about the show that we're watching right God. you could have at least like even if you love shanice you could have just said yes. even something like well thank god she's got perky t- like something like at least like funny or like off the cuff like give us something it's that pretty girl privilege mm-hmm. that pretty girl pri- all the guys are fawning over her this is her whole life yep so she's never had to be interesting exactly did people you- like me have to work double time uh jordan okay did you watch 30 rock i can't remember if i've asked you this before yes I, on it like i watched uh i didn't watch it like when it was air i watched like the reruns and stuff so yeah i know the when, people's yeah. when uh when john ham's character the hot guy that that liz lemon dates she's mm-hmm. like you've been living in a pretty guy bubble so she like shows him what life is like without his beautiful face yeah. and he hates it. Yes. He's <laughs> like, yeah, that's what normal people go through. Terrible. Shut up. That is so stupid. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. And I've been eyeing this company for a while because they're all about not just reducing the visible signs of aging, but the root causes of aging. They were founded by a team of four female PhD level longevity scientists with over 15 years of experience. They got an essential face moisturizer, eye topical supplement to firm, and a topical body supplement to keep your body moisturized so skin doesn't just look younger and healthier, but it functions like younger and healthier skin. But how, you may ask. I'm about to sound real smart. OneSkin's products are formulated with their OSO1 peptide as the primary active ingredient to support the skin's ability to resist the effects of intrinsic and extrinsic aging factors. Huh? Their flagship product, OSO1 Face, is clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier and improve key skin health markers, meaning signs of aging are significantly diminished. Thank God. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off OneSkin with our code, SheSpeaks at OneSkin.co. Now, I'm so bummed because I got a chemical peel two days ago now, so I can't use any new products on my face until I'm done peeling. But clearly, you can tell I care a lot about my skin. 
So I didn't get this product until after I got my chemical peel. So I can't use it on my face yet. So what's caught my eye about this company is when they say root causes of aging. I'm like, you mean I can go back in time and change my life decisions? No? Oh, something different? Okay. Because most skincare available on the market is designed to provide a temporary reduction in visible signs of aging, addressing just like the surface symptoms, right, of an underlying decline in skin health. I'm going to sound smart again. They were able to leverage their in-house cutting-edge R&D platform and were able to measure the efficacy of age reversal molecules in the lab. I just said a lot of big words. By staining skin samples in the lab and analyzing changes to the skin's genetic data before and after exposure to the OS01 peptide, one skin scientist found that the OS01 peptide reverses skin's biological age by reducing the number of senescent cells by up to 50%. I'm about to look 25. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. One Skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin behaves, feels, and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code she speaks at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code she speaks. We only have one body one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Amir, the next day, Amir checks on Mariah as she packs up. It was really sweet. Yeah, I love that. Me too. Mm-hmm. He's like, I felt bad because he's like, I get, he, there must have been a lot more conversation. Bria must have made yeah. a whole lot of more mess than they showed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I feel bad because like she didn't really assault her. But if Bria, or if, yeah, Bria feels uncomfortable, then we got to. Right. We got to listen to her. She said all the words, the buzzwords, the HR buzzwords. Mm-hmm. You know, Ugh. I feel threatened. Okay, girl. Right. Yeah. All right, sis. Bria's waking up embarrassed about Phil, but what you should be embarrassed about is what you did with Mariah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Shanice calls Phil. He is not sorry. He's no. not sorry. He goes, for what? Sorry for what? <laughs> Fuck y'all, I'm out, bye. I'm like, okay, good riddance. This just says everything we need to know about Shanice, though. That's your friend. Exactly. Exactly the reaction we expected. And Shanice, it looks like it's only going to get worse for you this season as it goes on, because we still haven't even gotten that random white man that that Bria's dating (laughs) (laughs) in the house yet. So who knows how that's going to go. Yeah. The mess. Why is Amir using a ladder? Like he's walking around with the ladder. They're even like, Amir's always doing just weird stuff. He's all walking with the ladder to just, just to move the curtains a little bit. Right. And in my head, I was like, couldn't he just have like scooted it like with the thing? Like most people would do. Yeah. But he's like, no, it doesn't look straight that way. So he, I loved it. He, uh, I don't know if you saw on social media though, but he said he has beef with Bravo right now because they showed him as five seven on the episode. <laughs> Cause you know, when they were doing those, how like, tall sports is he? Stats, Wait, how tall did he say he was? That's the thing he wouldn't say. So oh, I'm thinking oh. five seven is accurate. Yeah. I'm sure buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You look, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I need to, am I not following? Oh, yes, I am. 
Um, <laughs> but then he, that's when he te- that's when he tells that's I am following because he have a, he said has a girlfriend right he's posting he's yeah, got a girlfriend see, there mm-hmm. which is not a good look you need to stop that no get her out of here yeah get, <laughs> tell her she's not a- allowed to be on her on your Instagram for a little bit right just a bad look, look. It's yeah not working for me okay because we're supposed to be right now we're supposed to be wondering if you and Jordan yes. get together during yes. the season but we can't even wonder that so, so whatever whatever whatever. But this is when he tells him, he's like, so, um, oops, I'm the one who put the dog stuff in there. And they, they're they not even mad at him. But he he's like, no. I tried, you guys. I did. I put my hand <laughs> up and he didn't care. Which really, it really fills that in that he was like. Right. I just thought he was trying to, trying to ask what was going on. That was just, that really is so cute. Right. On a level of one to 10, though, of how hard he tried, it was about a three. <laughs> he really didn't try. Right. He's, uh, he's like, oh, no, this is escalating. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's like way too late. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex is going to be hosting the field day. He's after he journals and meditates. Yes. Lem- okay. So he's he talks about how he used to be a player. But meditation has helped him realize that he wasn't being good to himself. This guy's funny. Don't get me wrong. This is a very mm-hmm. funny, like, it's a very funny character to have. But mm-hmm. this is also, like, a, I can just tell he's toxic. This is, like, a super toxic type of thing, to sh- that type of shit to I, say. I didn't want to say it, but, like, it feels very fuckboy trying to convince you I'm not a fuckboy type situation and i'm better than i'm better than you because i meditate and i journal what do you yes. do you don't you don't meditate like, shut up yes yeah and he that, will be that way exactly because i feel like if he was really this like you know i'm zen i'm zen when i feel like if he was really that then i feel like he would have pulled shanice to the side to have that yeah. conversation with her but he like kind of bombshelled everybody with it and then just okay let's go to the beach and it was kind of like okay that was you know why we, it- we hadn't seen the audience and apparently no one else in the house had really seen that so it's kind of like you bombshelled all of us with that whole you need to keep your hands to yourself kind of thing which your prerogative to say like if that's what you feel like she needs to keep then say it for sure but it feels like the person that you're trying to portray would have like pulled her to the side and had a one-on-one conversation instead of like kind of throwing a grenade in front of the whole house and blowing it up and then making everybody go do field day also like what he got was just one side of a story right and so i'm not a huge shanice fan but even i'm like well dude so you get this article and then you're oh, like oh, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. god she's touching me mm-hmm. like so yeah super toxic super condescending very yes. yeah like don't don't even Hold do on. i had done this research you go ahead i had done the re oh here it is i left it up in my phone just for you because we okay. got a record y'all okay so if y'all don't know, they revealed this later in the episode, right, about the insecure. So what he's talking about is there was an article that came out that said insecure actor. So he's not insecure, but y'all know the Issa Rae show that comes on HBO. That was amazing. Five seeds. And you haven't watched it. Amazing bands. You'll fall in love with it. Great, great, great. Uh, but her amazing act. Oh, no. Insecure actor Norman Towns shares his crazy breakup experience with ex-girlfriend Shanice Jordan who is stalking him. 
Her picture's right there, good and bold, right Ooh, there. Damn. Yeah, good and big. And first of all, he. <laughs> yeah. 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 But he's one of the actors. He was, um for y'all that watch, he was one of Molly's, like, guys. Or he wasn't, like, a main. Like, when I heard Insecure Actor, I was thinking, like, the guy that plays Daniel or Lawrence or, like, you know, someone yeah, like, I was yeah, thinking yeah. one of the main guys. But he was just, like, he was one of the guys that Molly dated on the show. Molly's Issa's best friend on the show. So, but it's, you know, it's worth reading about because it was kind of. It's kind of a lot. And I love that Shanice says in the episode, she's like, well, some, some of, it of it's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> Which then made me go, so most of it's true. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so listen, while, while I don't doubt there's validity to it, mm-hmm. the way Alex went about this was so. The whole wrong odd. way. Yeah. You know, he's like, I got to stay away from you. Personal space. And. I can spot crazy off Shanice anyway. Believe me, I get like I can feel <laughs> who walks out with their you tits called hanging it before out. Before the article, yeah. I she got out that car weird. She <laughs> got out the car weird. <laughs> yes, I didn't that, like it. <laughs> you saying that always makes me laugh because my cousins always say that I'm the person that doesn't like. You know, it takes. I get along with anybody. Yeah, but I'm literally the person that will like have a vendetta against somebody for like the weirdest thing. I'm like. <laughs> See how he sips out of that straw? That is so fucking weird. And I will not let it go. And I will just like have a vendetta against this. But they're like dropping Jesus. So I love that you noticed that about her getting out of that car. I, didn't like I it. hate it because like, why are you doing that? Like, Why'd stop. You? And then again, when I watched it again, I was like, she didn't really do anything. <laughs> just something I don't like about it. Right. Like when she got out of her house. Foreshadowing. Like so I just, I, I picked up on something clearly mm-hmm. because yeah. So, so regardless, Alex is as much as he's going to be Mr. Like I meditate and journal guy. I'm like, that was not the way to handle it. And also right. again, you should have asked her like, whoa, I got this article about you. Like that would be the cool thing to do if you're all enlightened. Right. You know? Which we knew you weren't, but that's Which okay. We, anyone who has to talk about it that much. Right. Okay. Anyone mm-hmm. who has to anyone who has to make such a spectacle of how of how enlightened they are, like please. Mm-hmm. But in the cars, Shanice complains about Alex saying the whole per- she can't let it go. She's like, which really unfortunately is proving the point about right. him having a reason to worry. Mm. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck was that about? Like she won't drop it. I'm like, so you have some obsessive tendencies. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> we need to be concerned about. But then Amir in the car tells them like, yeah, I saw Shanice's boobs. And <laughs> and you could I could sense Alex being like, yep, that's something she would do. Like I bet mm-hmm. it's a that's just you know, what are we doing here? Yep. So it turns out all the guys are attracted to Jordan. Shocker. Right. <laughs> uh, I have a question. Had okay. you ever heard of an erudite before? No. Or a sapiosexual? I've, I've seen that word, but I've never thought to say, oh, let me go look at that. I was just like, oh, that sounds like something I might be into one day. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to develop there. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> like fuck, Nick just throws that word out because because Silas is all surprised that Alex is even attracted to anyone because I guess Alex like never says he is, mm-hmm. and and uh, Al- and Nick's like, yeah, you need a real erudite, and I'm like, I would have been like a what? 
Right. <laughs> but Amir goes, wow, erudite. And I'm like, Amir, did you know what that is? <laughs> Amir. This like is why do. he reminds us of Brian Benny so much sometimes. <laughs> yes. It seems like that's what he would do. Yeah. Like, what do you, that whole lawyer conversation with uh with him <laughs> that's and, not um, very lawyer like of you right <laughs> like why are you using air quotes right now <laughs> <laughs> i love that scene yes. i watched that episode <laughs> um but so nick though we mm-hmm. you called it immediately he's doing the whole like i get this brother sister vibe going on with jordan and mm-hmm. silas is like okay i think that <laughs> yeah he's he's like Never seen Nick actually shoot his shot, but he's Mr. Slide into DMs, which is so Uh fucking creepy and says all we need to know about guys who slide into DMs. Like, copy that. I'm telling you guys, he I I picked it up on episode one. He's that guy at church that wants a hug all the time. (laughs) It's just like, get out of here. (laughs) Don't get in my personal space. For everything. Every little thing. Oh, give me a hug. No, I just... Right. I ain't seen you in a a, a, a fourth of Sundays. Come over here, girl. Let me give you a hug. It's like, no. Not in front of the Lord. Get out of here. (laughs) Hate this. But then Nick is like being all cagey. And so then production goes like back and forth between Alex and Nick's confessionals. And Alex Mm -hmm. defies. He says, Nick is being intellectually dishonest. Mm. Which we're going to find out is that Nick has a girlfriend. That's the big reveal. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's so, it's like such a, like a not a thing, but it's such a thing too. Yeah. It's like. Yes. It's like, first of all, why are you in here going so hard for Jordan if you have a girlfriend? You're creeping everyone out, dude. Like everyone. that's what, and that's gotta be why he didn't want to say it, because he's like, um, this isn't gonna work, is it? Cause like I am on camera and she's gonna expect me to say I have a girlfriend. Mm. However, all these girls are gonna have stories of me sliding into their DMs. Yep. So that's why all he's like, <laughs> "What do I do?" So we understood why you were all freaked out about saying it, but it's freaked out for multiple reasons. And that, you know what? It's crazy that he didn't try to get ahead of this more because uh, agree. I couldn't imagine. Like, imagine you were the girlfriend, and you find out, like, "Oh my agree. god, my boyfriend is about to be on this great show! I can't wait to support it!" And you find out he actually went to like. Go hang out with all the incredibly hot women that he's been in their DMs flirting with for God knows how long. This is exactly what (sighs) I was about to say. Why would you not, if you're going to end up saying you have a girlfriend, go back into those DMs and say, hey, hope we have a great summer. Don't worry. I'm not going to hit on you. I actually have a girlfriend. Right. Because you were keeping your options open or something. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. And then it kind of is clear, like, I'm probably not going to get with any of these chicks. Yep. I all have a girlfriend. Yep. That's what it feels like. I think that once they had their car ride and he found out that literally everyone was into Jordan. And I think he knew right then. He was like, oh, shit, I don't have a chance. <laughs> right. He's like, I don't have now I have chance. a girlfriend. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I would actually, I would like to see this girlfriend too so bring her to the house for a week or whatever's going on in there now Uh uh-uh not but i'm not buying it at all no 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 uh Mm. we get to the inkwell beach jasmine gives us the history lesson i live for her history lessons i'm i'm obsessed i'm obsessed with them being peppered in there i love it Amir There's an old movie with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith to call Inkwell. So if y'all want a little 
a little, Ooh. you know, seasoning for this episode. Go watch Inkwell. Great movie. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick and Jordan become, they are the team captains. And they I, lo- I love the stats that they put up whenever someone gets picked for the team. Yes. Preston's is, gets a Charlie horse sitting down. <laughs> Me? <laughs> I love Jasmine. She's like, the, she's like, as long as I get picked before the dog. It's yeah. so cute. She's, ad- I, I love Jasmine. I do too. She's a lot. I love her. She's she yes, she's a lot, but I knew we were gonna love her. I knew yes. she was gonna be a lot at first, but she was like the heart. And I don't know if I haven't just like noticed it in the past couple episodes, but I I think it's a new confessional look that we see this episode, and it I is a good one. Like yeah. she looks fantastic, and I was like, ooh, okay, just like a little curl to the hair, like a little yes going yes. on. I was like, ooh, okay, Jasmine, I see yes. you. I yes. see you. She's trying to remind y'all Jordan isn't the only hottie in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know that's right. That's right. Mama still got it. <laughs> I love Amir demonstrating Dizzy Ball and falling over himself. Like he, <laughs> he demonstrates it too well and then he mm-hmm. falls like all the way back. Um, they're doing that personal space meter between yes. like Alex and Shanice the whole time. <laughs> uh it was it's sweet. Nick and Jordan decide on a tie. They decide on a tie and mm-hmm. and Nick and Jordan have like this whole thing going and Amir is he's right on he he sees what Nick's doing. He's like, mm-hmm. "I get I see the tactic, okay? He's playing like I'm your friend and I'm not interested in the hot girl, but I'm really interested in the hot girl." Exactly. So mm-hmm. he's like, don't worry, I got my own tactics, okay? Mm-hmm. So he's like, you got to keep flirting, but you got to keep it discreet. So he's, he would get in my panties in no time. So I'm, I, can't really, <laughs> I can't really speak to what Mine he's doing right too. or wrong. <laughs> yeah, like, you, yes, just yes. Mm-hmm. Like, he walked in like, yes, uh-huh, yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Bria pushes Shanice, though, to go talk to Alex, Um and it's just it's incredibly uncomfortable because Alex loves this like power thing, I think. Like he loves having this knowledge of this mm-hmm. article. She doesn't yes. know. He knows. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she wonders if he knows. Maybe that's what her fear is. Oh, Ooh, I like that theory. Maybe that's what she's probably super insecure about that because she knows mm-hmm. it's pu- it's public knowledge. Ooh, insecure. Yeah. Insecure. <laughs> Ooh. It all circles back. Yo, mm-hmm. I think that could be it. I think she could be like freaked out by that. And so she's like, I don't get it. What is it? I'm into that theory. Let's go with it. I'm into I th- that. She probably thinks about it. It's like it's like Tinsley with her mugshot. Like when we first meet Tinsley on Roni, she tells everybody mm-hmm. about her mugshot because she's so insecure about it. Right. So I feel like that could kind of be it. But I the, I love Bria Jasmine. They're like, that's not her at all. All those things. That's just not her. I'm like, you've been listening to Shanice. Shanice has been feeding you. Like, I would never, you guys. I would <laughs> never. But I'm sure there's like records that like, so that's why that's why Shanice has to be like, I mean, I did call him a bunch of times. That's true. Right. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm sure he has like legal, legal documents that prove it. And they like try to defend that. They're like, well, I mean, yeah, if you would call him a million times, but if he doesn't answer, then yes. of course there's going to be records of you calling him a million times. It's like, I'm like, huh? Oh, don't know about that, but okay. How? <laughs> because if he doesn't pick up, you don't keep calling. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You're missing the point. Like there's still a 99 other times where you called. So yeah. So I that's the know. problem. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, 
And then she goes, he tried to press charges, but they wouldn't give him the restraining order because he was still texting me. So I'm sure it was just toxic back and forth, but yeah. sounds like there was some truth to it. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. then they go home, they cook dinner together, which is super adorable. And it turns, okay, when Amir asks Preston if he puts breadcrumbs in his mac and cheese, <laughs> and Preston's like, oh my God. <laughs> No. It's like you would be literally kicked out of a black person's home if you ever did that. (laughs) But it turns out Amir's mom enrolled him in cooking camps because he was such a picky eater. How cute is that? (laughs) Little tiny Amir all cooking. I love that. Oh, it's so cute. Love that. Yeah. He scared me with the, if you don't use, uh, what do you say, if you don't use... Graham, what do you say? Uh, if you don't do the the breadcrumbs, do you do crackers? I was like, okay, yeah, he said crackers. Like, like let's saltines? calm down. Something, yeah. I, was I think like, he even said saltines. I said what? Right. I'm like, no, no, what, no. What what culinary cooking class taught you that? <laughs> exactly. Gordon so, Ramsay would have a fucking field day. Yeah, you know? <laughs> for real. No, no. But no. Amir and Jordan have a cute, like, flirty moment in the kitchen mm-hmm. talking about steak. It was cute. Mm-hmm. But then they talk about. Having, because they're all sit down to eat, having like girls' night and a guy's night. Uh-huh. And Jordan jokes, well, I know what we're not going to do for girls' night is go out till three or four in the morning. Uh-huh. I can tell Silas is drunk at this point. Like, I can tell uh-huh. he is like, but he's like whiskey drunk or scotch drunk or one of those yeah. dark liquor drunks. It's, that's what's in his hand. Uh-huh. And Jasmine starts joking on girls. Like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna get free drinks. And Silas snaps. In that moment, his whole face changes. He's like, pay for your own mm-hmm. drinks. And he keeps repeating this over and over. And mm-hmm. you can just feel it all transforms in this moment. Yep. Did me and you have this conversation the other week when we talked about Martha's Vineyard? Because I feel like we recently talked about buying our own dr- Did we talk about that buying your own drinks? At- Why do I remember that? I'm, I, I don't know what I'm thinking about right now. Maybe you probably talked about it with know. someone else. Maybe. What did we say? Or maybe I'm forgetting. You know I have no memory. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we said something about... No, I feel like it was you. I think you said that you don't understand why women want guys to buy them drinks oh, at bars. Yes. Cause yes. Then you have to, yeah, yeah. Then you, you have to deal to with him. the guy the whole night. And, yeah, yes. yeah. 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 That, that, that. Yeah. No. Pay f- I, I, I personally hate it when guys buy me a drink because yeah. it's like, well, now you owe me something. And I'm like, you can literally leave me alone. Okay. Me, I'm, I'm same for me, but it's another reason. And y'all know I'm, I'm a little bit psycho. Y'all know this by now. If I, I'm so, I'm, I almost have to, I have to laugh at myself more kid than I care to. But if, I didn't see like them pour the drink. I don't want it because I don't trust anybody anywhere. Oh, okay, so you know I'm what? Like, that's fair. I'm, no, I'm, that's I'm actually that not stupid. That's actually like Thank if you, you watch enough true crime, that's actually. And yeah. you know, me and you are true crime. Like, like put it in our veins. So yeah, I'm all so. true. I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't see you make that. I didn't see mm-hmm. you pour I that. I don't know like, you. No. Mm-mm, I don't know you. Don't do that. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Don't don't come bring me a drink. You put what did you put in that? Right. Like no 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 thank you. I bye need bye. to watch the person do it. Uh huh. Yeah. Good. If point. You want to impress me? Then you send 
the waitress or waiter over to me and yes. say, that person would love to buy you a drink. They said, pick anything you want and then yes. let me order through you. Yes. Like, that's Don't how you, you do come it. over holding a drink in your hand. That exactly. is just poison. Yeah. What exactly. did you do to it? No, thank mm-mm, you. Mm-mm, Absolutely mm-mm. not. Nope, 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 no. Nope, 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 nope. No. Um, oh, stop. So Sh- Shanice <laughs> starts making it worse. Shanice starts going like, this one gets drunk. Shanice knew what she was doing here. She could tell Silas was losing it. This is what we said. This is going to be the big adjustment. Jasmine has clearly changed her personality to be wifey. But she's clearly ratchet as hell. And that, and they like that about Jasmine. Like, they're like, who is this Jasmine all Betty Crockered out? Like, we, this turns out Jasmine she didn't tell him, but she was fired from the Playboy Club for turning up drunk. Oh, like what? <laughs> girl, that's a yeah. big deal. That's mm. a big deal. And so obviously that's not going to go so well. So yeah. they go off to bed and the girl, then like the girls and they talk about how different Jasmine is with Silas. Um, and Jasmine goes to the truth booth and she's already talking about how she's kind of like marriage is tough. I'm like, girl, yeah. you just got married. <laughs> you just got married. This she talks like she's like, right. Like she's going through the seven year itch or something. It's like, y'all just got married like three days before the show. Like, calm down. <laughs> yeah. Like for real. Um, so then the rest of the crew talk about like relationship dynamics and that's when Nick is like yeah I um I have a girlfriend like has a really hard time saying it and they're like oh (laughs) and and Nick Shanice goes um here I got some DMs that he literally messaged me right before this Mm -hmm. and saying he wanted to marry me Jesus so yeah so Nick Nick you're dumb yeah, I'm looking Nick. forward to seeing that play out. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I'm very excited. I love mm-hmm. this show. Like, love it. We've already love got security. We already got security called in once. Like, yes. Let's yes. Do it. Let's fucking we go. Get some replacements next. You yes. know, I'm a Bad Girls Club fan, so like, I live for a replacement. I love the energy of a new person coming into the house after other people have been kicked out. Love that. So I love. <laughs> we're getting not one but two replacements. Yes, next Phil week. and Summer. Yes. Shout yes. out to um. Shout out to Mariah, because R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Mariah. <laughs> R.I.P. Mariah, but, you know, I'm glad we got new... I love new energy all the time. Like, can't go wrong with new energy. Totally. Shut up! That is so stupid! If you love your hair, if you love your skin, I don't know what you're doing not using Kitsch. Kitsch takes all of that hair care, skin care to the next level. Because if you didn't know, you don't want to be sleeping on nasty, dry chafy pillowcases that's horrible for your skin and for your hair causes wrinkles it causes damage to your hair breakage also towels hair towels when i found out we should not be using regular towels on our hair ah I have never looked back. Scrunchies, you should never use just a plain old hair tie. It should be covered in something like satin, vegan cruelty-free satin. Thank you, Kitsch. Beauty does not stop once you're done with your shower routine, your nighttime routine, your morning routine. It is when you are sleeping. It's when you're running around. So Kitsch makes all of those products so that you feel and look beautiful and are protecting yourself against damage and aging morning, noon, and night. They started in 2010 by, get this, selling hair ties door to door. Remember when we did door to door? And they just had a hustle and a dream. And now they're sold in over 20,000 retail locations. 
self-funded, female-founded. I mean, let's give it up. We always want to support female-founded businesses. Their best sellers are the satin pillowcases, caps, and eye masks, and they just launched the most chic, the chicest colors for spring for those pillowcases. Let's get into what they're most known for, their heatless satin curling rollers. Now this this is a TikTok craze. You got people throwing out those like $600 curling irons for these things. Don't settle for knockoffs. Kitsch, invent they invented these curling rollers, okay? They started it. They are the pioneers of heatless, damage-free hair care and beauty. They started the craze. Kitsch does also make rice water shampoo bars. And it help, that helps with like overall hair growth and density. And there's rosemary scalp oil that is really good for scalp health and hair strength from root to tip. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash she speaks. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash she speaks. One more time, mykitch.com slash she speaks for 30% off your entire order. Shut up! That is so stupid! Okay, hold up. Wait a minute. This week's sponsor, Wild Grain. I, act, I have a real, true personal endorsement, a story to tell you guys. A few days ago, we had company coming over. And Wild Grain sent me a box of their delicious pastries, pastas, and breads. And... I haven't gone through it all. And we had this delicious loaf of sourdough still in there. So we had company coming over. I threw it in the oven. Y'all, we looked like the hostess with the mostesses because everyone walking in was like, what are you baking? What are you doing? We're like, oh, just bread. Just, just baking some bread. Don't you, don't you bake bread? You don't bake? Well, we do. We bake bread because this thing with wild grain, it's the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Baking from frozen is the key. Who who thinks ahead? If you if I thought ahead and thought out something, well, that's that's the kind of planning I'm not doing. People were coming over in an hour and I was like, we could put bread in the oven. And we made it nice. And unlike your typical supermarket bread, Wild Grain uses a slower fermentation process so that it's easier on your belly. It's lower in sugar and it's rich in nutrients and antioxidants. So you have to eat it because it's good for you. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. And you'll, you don't run, run the risk of getting bored with Wild Grain. They're constantly adding new and seasonal limited time special items to try. Plus, for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank. So you can eat good and do good at the same time. All you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash she speaks and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's super easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash she speaks to start your subscription. You heard me. Okay. Free croissants in every box plus $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash she speaks. That's wildgrain.com slash she speaks, or you can use promo code she speaks at checkout. Ooh. 
Uh-huh. All right, on to Atlanta. 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 Look at you coming off your cruise ship, having a little cruise ship vibe. No. <laughs> oh my god, I wish you could have saw. I was gonna I literally had to consider. I'm like, am I gonna wear this shirt on this recording? I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I wore like a it was almost like a Hawaii shirt to work today. Yes. <laughs> like a yes. button down short sleeve. It was orange, but it had like white, like weird <laughs> flowers on it, like all the way around it. I was like, I just felt I felt like I was at Hawaii. Like I don't know. I just you're like, that was the you're vibe like when, I was going for. When Michael Scott comes back from Jamaica, <laughs> yes, and he has like the little he has like the little beads in his hair here, and he keeps, he keeps yes. going feeling hot, 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 and he's like, <laughs> and he keeps going yaban. <laughs> yes, no that one's is exactly that. Me. That was that was <laughs> it's Kendrick. I know. Uh, okay, on Watch What Happens Live, Marlo, she's. <laughs> She doesn't know how to do the thing where you answer one of the questions, but you don't give away what's coming up in the season. Yeah. So right away, Andy asked the question, like you said, you know, why were you so upset about uh-huh. Drew not saying shooting? And she starts answering and going on and on. And Andy had to cut her off. Andy's like, yeah. OK, well, that's actually we're going to see that play out this season. Mm-hmm. And he, you could, I could feel him being like these fucking amateurs. Like God, right. I swear to God, it's because Marlo gets so caught up in defending herself, yes, that she loses sight of how to do the job. Mm-hmm. We do job. have taglines. That's right, we got taglines. Oh yeah. Uh, all right, candies. My roots are in Atlanta, but my branches are worldwide. I like that one. All right. I like that one. Drew, forget the gaslight. I'm taking the spotlight. <laughs> applicable. Uh-huh. I like an applicable, applicable tagline. Applicable. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Marlowe's. My past may be checkered, but my future is solid gold. My issue with this is I feel like referring to slashing women in the face as a checkered past is a little. Uh, mm. I don't know. And I don't know where this like gold future she's referring to. Yep. I don't know if because she's wearing gold in the yep. I don't know, but don't get it too much. Not my favorite. Not my favorite. Mm-mm. And also, this is the same storyline you have all the time. Like that's your same bit. Like you're right. always it's you're always like recovering from your past or not your past or you're la la la. Like, okay. Always in therapy. Oh, I'm a new person, but it's not like, really. but you're not, you know. Right. Uh, Kenya's. I don't just do it for the culture, honey. I am the culture. I just don't get where that's coming from. I, no idea where that's coming from. I actually do like it though because it has nothing to do with her storyline this season though. But I like it because I feel like Kenya Moore was such like a part of my childhood. Like I remember every '90s TV show that I watched, she made an appearance on it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was just because like you know, obviously up and coming actress, but like. Obviously, she won Miss USA, too. So, like, I think that played a reason into why she had all of these, like, guest spots and stuff. But, I like, Martin, you know, uh, uh, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Like, she was on, like, so many different stuff. So, like, when she said it, that's what I thought about. But I was like, that has nothing to do with, any, <laughs> like, literally anything going what on. What are we talking so, about? Right. I'm like, I don't even know what that's applicable to. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Let's just add it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to save Sheree's for the last one. Let's go Sonya's <sighs> first. Sonya's is, if you, this is so Sonya, so lame. If you can't keep the pace, stay out of my race. 
God. Bored, Sonia. Same as last season. Yeah. Okay, we okay. get it. You ran a lot. <laughs> uh, Sheree's though. She by Sheree. More like she broke the internet. The delusions are at an all-time high, as usual. All-time high. <laughs> you putting up a screen on She by Sheree's homepage saying it broke is not the same as it actually breaking. Right. And crashing the site. Because that was a beautiful message. Beautiful yeah. message. <laughs> Well-written, everything. <laughs> Signature, like all kind of stuff on there. I, almost as if you predicted it would break. Oh, yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> Almost mm. as if you were like, shit, I'm not ready. Let's put that up. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. Ugh. All right. We are at Chateau Charay and this post BravoCon. I forgot that we were going to be getting like post BravoCon yes. conversations. Mm-hmm. And um, the by the way, the color on Charay's wig is god awful. That, Whoever, like the streaky, like it, the that streaky, one? it's so yeah, not it's a fan. So bad, it's like you can even see where they've put the foil and didn't blend it. Like I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness gracious, take that thing off your head. It's aggressive. Yeah. It's very bad. It's tacky. Okay. <laughs> um, but the Mama Joyce drama is number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Mama Joyce, I forgot. Um, but the oh. Drew panel with Sonya is what Sonya is upset about. Because Sonya can't like Drew knows how to have Why? a little Drew knows how to have a little because she was like, we we got to get somebody talking. And Sonya mm-hmm. and I, you know, we had a little thing. And Sonya is just she's so sensitive to that stuff. And she takes it so personal. And she's so serious. Right. That was our problem with her at the reunion. My God, we were like, loosen up. Right. Lord. Not that big of a deal. She was like, she took it so serious. And we, we didn't said, like. We wanted her to. We're like, you get a chance. You can come back learning your lessons. But she's learned no lessons. Uh, I'm over it. They're not learned. I lo- I do love that they. They're not learned. Squashed it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they squashed this this episode. Though, Me I'm too. Like, oh, don't thank carry God. that shit on. Right. Don't carry that on. I don't like, have the energy. No uh, right. I don't like. I don't know. I don't want to. Right. Do Good for a one episoder, but no more. Like yep. we're done with that shit. No, no, no. Yeah. Sheree tells about the conversation with Kenya, though, and mm-hmm. the delusion. She says, Sheree goes, <sighs> she felt like I was taken up for him. And I said, no, I'm taking up for what's right. He felt ambushed. Girl. And then in her confessional, I think it's important that my friends respect Martel. Honey. Oh, well, girl. <laughs> you can count your days. Honey. <laughs> she says, no, this boo. man is kind. He's funny. None of the arrogance or cockiness that I see on his show. I wouldn't be attracted to that person. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> let me. I, I guess the obvious needs to be stated. But why would Martel think he was ambushed in any situation when he's on a reality show where people know what how he's treated his ex-wife. Like, I feel like you should expect right? that to come up. Like, you're not right. an idiot, Martel. Like, you know that's going to come up. He's, what? That's that's what, the first red flag. Like I said, like I said last week, like, if you're going to come on this show, you better be prepared to get mm-hmm. a lot of heat and be like, I know, 
but honestly, I'm different with Sheree. Something's different. But instead exactly. he's like, what have I done? I'm a king. Right. No, you're not. She's um, Sheree is allowing him to live in that land of delusion because Sheree lives it. She's like, well, I already live here, so come mm-hmm. on over. <laughs> Perfect. She's exactly. the easiest person to screw over. Yes. I hate easiest. saying it, but Sheree, you are. Absolutely. You know Sheree. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Mar- but Mar and Marlo's all because Marlo needs a team. So she's like, you know, I wasn't feeling Martel at first, but now I'm totally feeling Martel. Totally feeling <laughs> him. Totally into it. I'm like, oh God, you guys, you don't okay. You you just look foolish. Right. You look foolish. Just because you want to be mad at Candy and Kenya, you are gonna do this? You're gonna co-sign Martel Holt. Can I just say the people, it's so crazy. <laughs> like, if Candy and Kenya were to beef, like, I couldn't make this statement. But the fact that it's always, like, Sheree and Marlo, the people that genuinely could use Candy's help the most <laughs> always find themselves at odd with her. And I'm like, w- w- why? Like, you could literally, like, you said, Marlo, you was, Mar- okay, girl. Sheree, okay, you you with the fledgling business that cannot get it off the ground have known Candy for over a decade. <laughs> you have known her for over a decade now. Candy like makes successful businesses in her sleep. At least talk to Don Juan. Like there are a lot of people you can get to help you, but you always on the losing team, Sheree. Because is so damn stubborn and is yes. so, she's like, I have people, I have people helping me. I have people to do that. Who? No, who right. Who are you paying a million dollars to because you you always are spending too much money, according to you? Who are you paying to, like, fuck up your businesses? Exactly. Because we haven't even seen Rowan this season. So I'm, I'm sure she's like, okay, this shit is, this is not a good resume builder right here. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get out while I can. I'm gone. Yeah. Gosh. Okay, Drew and Ralph go rock climbing. <laughs> I wrote I wrote in all caps. Y'all, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> they um, are this scene though cuz I I I, too, I was like what the, what is like what is going on? But this scene is so chaotic. Oh yeah. When they start talking, I was like literally yeah. I, I had like an out of body experience like what am I actually watching right now? What Beca- <laughs> Okay. So I'm glad we're going to talk through this because I, uh, my notes, mm-hmm. are, I got so confused. First of all, they show Dr. Ken and we already, if, in case you guys don't know, Dr. Ken is tragically bad. So fire him, <laughs> fired now, get out. Yes. D- don't listen to him. Drew, Drew goes, since we both love a good challenge, what is a better date to do than something we both love? I'm like, but. You don't like to rock climb. Right. So a challenge is fine, but why would, how is this a challenge for him? Right. Whatever. But then she ends up like winning. So I could, I don't understand what was happening. I, I no could idea. not for the life of me figure out what was going on. No, I, so, I was just happy they had fun. I'm like, well, good for you guys. Yeah. So they finish that. Then they mm-hmm. go and they sit down. Mm-hmm. They talk a little bit about her music thing, which we just saw a scene where they mm-hmm. went to a producer's studio. Mm-hmm. Ralph said, you got a keyboard? I want to show off my keyboard skills. Mm-hmm. And then he makes the joke that they'll be like Ike and Tina. Now, you guys. Wild. 
Kendrick sent wild. Me, <laughs> Kendrick sent me this weird reel that Ralph posted. It is. <laughs> I'm gonna describe it. It's hard to describe the weirdness of it though, because Very. it starts with him in another room, and then he gets up and walks silently to watch the TV show and watch this scene. And he's, so it's him. This is the shot. It's him standing there watching it. Then when he says on the TV show, Mm -hmm. Ike and Tina, then Ralph goes to talking to the TV, like you shouldn't do that. You should never say something like that. Who are you? Go over there. And then he, and then the next shot is him in a corner like facing the corner like he's on timeout. It's so weird. This is a, I just described it accurately. That's what happened. Yes. Was it supposed to be funny or was it I, I don't I didn't know what this was supposed to be. Like it feels very much like <laughs> I'm going through a midlife crisis. Honestly, very. I didn't know what it was. I okay. no idea. No idea. So yeah, he's yeah. So the song is at 30k streams, which Drew's excited for, but he's like, "That's not enough." She's like, "Well, you didn't do anything with it. You released it, and then you just mm-hmm. went back to work." And he's like, "Well, I have, you know, I, there's times, you know, where like I, I got to do my own thing, you know, like I got to work." And she's oh. like, "I'm confused though, because she's like, yeah, so he, so he doesn't want to do the music, All right?" What what signals are you sending right now? We just had a scene with you guys doing music, but now he doesn't want to do the... What? (laughs) I don't... I'm I'm still stuck on Ike and Tina. Like, honestly, I can't... (laughs) Honestly, I'm stuck on Jay-Z and Beyonce, too. (laughs) Yeah, that equally... But no, of all the people to say, Ike and Tina, the most notoriously abusive man? Like, What? Why you're would really you not, ever say Ike? You're already about to get like the horrible edit of the year because we know y'all are getting divorced. So now we're going to be looking back on the season like wondering like, okay, where, you see him do that? Okay, look, uh-uh, what'd he do over there? We're watching you like with a magnifying glass right now. You like, you don't need to give us any extra ammunition. Don't call yourself Ike Turner on cat. Like I get what he was trying to say that like, because, you know, Ike was an amazing musician, but, like, I mean, there are a okay. lot of terrible people that are amazing musicians. You could think of someone else to say, now, Jay-Z was a, a, a stretch. Stretch to, all the way to the to the end of time. A your, your arm is hurt from that reach. Like, get out of here. But you yeah. mean, like, maybe... Um, Child, who's our- <laughs> I'm excited for who you're going to say. Who are you going to say? I know. I can't even. Who are that. you going to say? Say it now. <laughs> like, I don't even know. Like, maybe. Oof. I can't even say Stevie J and Jocelyn because, like, Stevie J has Grammys. So, like, I don't even know. I, do- I don't know. Who is so no. who, who is this? I don't know. So, no. Nobody. No idea. No one. No, no equivalent. One. No. A1 and Lear. No, I can't even say that because they produce hits. I don't know. Yeah. Y'all are so, no, no one. No one. No. <clears throat> Karaoke. They, they go. <laughs> there you go. Accurate. There we go. There we go. They go over to Kenya's house and Kenya is yelling at someone on the phone about a picture not being the right Jesus. size. It is. It's brutal. Like she yes. is screaming this guy, but they're simultaneously using her confessional <laughs> where she talks about how she just has this really soft spot 
for young people. As much as I get that it seems like, you know, like ironic, I bet like what she's saying is I have this spot, soft spot for young people who are just idiots. Right. And this is what I get. I'm exactly. Like, you, you needed to <laughs> you need to stop hiring them because you look psychotic. The the editors were perfect this episode. I you remember I, I texted you while I was watching because I know you, you know, obviously you're West Coast, so you're delayed to watch it. So I literally I text you, I was like, there are like a four moments that made me audibly like crack the hell up during this episode. And I didn't know if you could guess any of them. We're gonna talk about one scene that had me crack up, I think, two times. And I'm sure you probably when we get to it, you'll know what it is, but I have to mention it once we get there because okay. this episode was, was this Kenya one. That wasn't an audible one, but I, I love that scene because she's like going on and on about how caring she is. It, it the, wouldn't, and it wouldn't stop. And, she's yelling at this right. guy. Why would you even do it like that? But why? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like, she's right. really You're giving like, it good to Lord. him. Good Lord. Um, but she FaceTimes Moneta. Moneta's going to... Okay, so she says that she's going to do a surprise performance at the Magic City Classic mm-hmm. with their band? I guess I was so. I baffled by this job. I have no idea. I, I'm thinking it's something... They said it's HBCU related, right? Yes, yes. So I can imagine what it is. Because I'm guessing it's the scene we see where... Well, I don't know. Let me not predict that. But I was guessing it's the scene with uh when they have on like the majorette outfits, her in Brooklyn shooting the the whatever. Oh, yes, yes, and yes, Cynthia yes. comes in. So I don't know if that's where we're gonna get that moment uh, or whatever, but I don't know. We're cause we're going on a little trip, aren't we? Next episode. Next or? episode. And of okay. course it's a, it's of course it's a Kenya trip and they're all gonna be kicked out. Right. <laughs> Kenya's gonna ditch them and make them because Kenya is the worst host. If it's a Kenya right. trip, she's it's the crab cakes. We'll never let it go. Right, because she's leaving to go be with Brooklyn at some point. So she's like, okay, I'm I've entertained y'all enough. I'm out of here. Yeah. Um now we're at Candy's office with Don Juan. Mm-hmm. Her outfit for courtside seats is hilarious. She's got this red jacket on and black right. leather shorts with tights and bo- I'm like, what? Dressed like a city girl. I know that's right. Yes. <laughs> She's dressing like if you want one of the players to notice you, but I'm like, you're going with your husband, aren't you? <laughs> right? Which I, you know, I always applaud that. I'm like, look, yeah. I used to, okay, terrible thing to say, but like, well, I, we were all in on it, okay? Her mom and me, but my cousin, when she was like 20, 21, 22, like that, we would always like get her gussied up to go sit at the Grizzlies game. Cause we're like, okay, one of these guys man. might notice you. Yes. We're like, one of these guys might notice you. We might, you know, all of us might be able to live off of him <laughs> for the rest of our lives. I don't have to work anymore. Like, let's make this happen. Never worked, but <laughs> we tried. Okay. <laughs> we're like, if anybody, you're our one chance in the family. <laughs> Damn it. Man. Never they worked. do they do her must list and it's super long and of course mm-hmm. at, the, at the end of that she's supposed to add in Todd's movie the pass sure. and I'm like I'm I I feel bad that I'm supposed to maybe care about it but I'm like <sighs> nah nah Monietta comes over the piano lesson is now up on Broadway which mm-hmm. is fabulous and Ooh. so now they talk about the BravoCon drama. It started when Candy said she would pick Don Juan to control her money. 
I mean, smart, but okay. But, <laughs> and that's all it took. It's all it took. And then uh-huh. Mama Joyce was on a tear on every panel she did, having the time of her life talking yes. shit about Todd. And, and for this- y'all that don't know, just like for a little bit of context, uh, this was around like, you know, candy in the gang time. So like it made sense for the OLG mm. like to be there because all three on uh, Nora, Bertha and Joyce were all there like doing panels and stuff. So it wasn't just like her and candy like doing stuff. It was all three of them kind of like yes. out and about at Bravo Con. So just for background clarity. Yes. And, uh, and <laughs> Kayla sent Todd the video of Mama Joyce dissing him. Right. That's what happened. Yes. 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 <laughs> So we mm-hmm. had to see that. Um, whatever. Candy is made up like some sort of forest creature or something. When she <laughs> do a flashback to Todd calling her. And I'm like, are we not going to get an explanation right. of what this was? She's all purple and sparkly. And I'm like, right. What's so what happening? That's nothing. Or they're just going to cut to that and go away. Okay. I okay. feel like that's like their humor to these editors because they have been cracking me up. They, you know what? These Atlanta editors are loving the overlay feature where they'll just like show someone and then they have like a clip from something like they are they're having a the wonderful time on Canva. This, yeah. The overlay feature. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. They're loving it. Um was what's the, I'm dying to know what the one the, the thing that cracked you up. Was it that? Anything there? No, we not there. Where do we go next? Do we go to Drew? We go to and- Drew and Candace. Drew talking to Candace, like because Drew's at home. Oh and yeah, then yeah, Candace yeah, yeah. Calls and Courtney's coming over, right? Yeah. Yes. That, that okay, thing. That part. Right. Yes. <laughs> so Shamari has canceled, and so now <laughs> Candace, like Drew, you come do it, and then Courtney comes over. Mm-hmm. Drew knows Courtney's. Is that ex-husband, ex-boyfriend, ex-partner, yes. or something? Oh my god. Now I forgot. Damn it! I meant to rewatch this episode because, like, he's like, like that's no small. T- yeah, like oh. he does like plays and stuff. But like, he was in a um a music group that had some good music. Damn it! What was it? Uh, did you write it down? Was it no. was for what was it? Shit! I'm mad at myself. I'll I'll re- we'll revisit this next episode. But like he, yeah, like recognizable face. I'm so I didn't know him. And it's Courtney just were. weird that Courtney. Was the is the cousin, and that this is, and that they're not together. This is like her right. best friend, right? Really weird. Very strange. Ex partner. I don't know what they are now, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So Drew. Now I don't believe Drew wasn't totally being messy. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna Facetime Candy, and Courtney goes, I'm gonna go over here. Yeah. <laughs> but then Drew is like, Candy, say hi to to, to Courtney. <laughs> And I like I like Candy going, and you called me. Like she's right. putting it together, like, so you tried to make me a part of your fucking scene on camera. And Drew's this... like, no, I wasn't there for it. I missed it. <laughs> like, no, y'all gossip so fast. You know you yes. heard about this, but okay, Drew. And but I think we was... even saw her hear the story multiple I times. I think so, yes. This was one of the, this is one of the first instances though, because when Drew says, um <laughs> she says, Oh, I'm about to call Candy, they like go like pan the screen over to Courtney's face and they just show her for a while. And all you hear in the background is I'm about to headbutt this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I rewound it about three times. I cracked the fuck up. I was like, they are loving this overlay feature. Cause earlier in the season when Marlo, uh, 
Marla was talking about how exhausted she was. They show her eating something, and all you hear in the background is, Today drained me. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> They're having so much up. fun. They're using sound bites. That's amazing. Yes, I love That's it. I've been incredible. having a time. But that one is so funny because, like, Courtney is literally just standing there looking like this. It's like, I'm about to headbutt this bitch. <laughs> and I was like, this is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, that's like one of my favorite quotes of all time now. So love you that. You say all the time. Love that. <laughs> all right. They sit to eat. Courtney Courtney then says the thing I've been waiting for. And she's like, uh, so Sonia, who totally heard that I was pissed about the candy thing, is all like, I don't remember saying what I said. And I love, I'm like, good. Because I mm-hmm. want Sonia called out for being absolutely playing all sides. Yes. Because she does, and it's really annoying. And mm-hmm. Drew, of course, is like, "Yes, I hate Sonya too." Well, not, she, doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't really say I hate her, but she's just like, "Yeah, we had some issues." And then right. Drew, Drew, in her confessionals, like, and then I noticed she unfollowed me. That is a big deal when someone unfollows you. That is making a major statement. Yes. <laughs> Most the of the times time, we live in, <laughs> people will say like, "I remember one time when this happened on on Beverly Hills when Kyle was upset that someone like unfollowed her or something." Yes. And she's like, "I know it." doesn't sound like a big deal but i like drew being double she's like it is a very big deal it's a statement yeah. <laughs> it's even funnier because we just came off of this season of uh ultimate girls trip where like Portia didn't tag leah yeah. and candace in the picture and it was like the biggest deal in the world so it's like good lord social media is just it's a, a beast statement. of its own it's a statement yeah. it's definitely there's, a statement there's ways there's ways to send messages without doing much so mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Marlo is driving the boys around and it turns out she lost her other nephew, Quentin, to gun violence. That gets brought yes. up here. Um, uh-huh. The major thing I took away from this scene was that Marlo asked the boys if they can see a difference in her now that they've started seeing the life coach. And uh-huh. William, William, it's silent for a minute. And William goes, I can see you're trying. <laughs> the nicest way he could possibly say it without lying. <laughs> He's so sweet. He's yes. really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, a little bit of rehearsal with Candace and Drew, and then we get her show. Candy gives Marlo a perfectly cold greeting. I uh-huh. respected the coldness. Yes, she should. Yes. I respected it well. Uh-huh. Uh, so Marlo like gets up to leave, and Sonya's like, "So we're we not talking to Marlo. Like, what are we doing? I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Why don't you have a thought of your own?" Right. Um, Courtney, though, Courtney, of course, Marlo's going to give Courtney life. And that's mm-hmm. so transparent when the outcast like befriends the newbie this hardcore. Mm-hmm. It's like, we know what you're doing. You're right. But I guess like who else would she hang out with? You're right. <laughs> Sheree's home sick. So. She, she's home, quote, sick. And what did right. she say? Um, sorry that I had to miss an opportunity to see our girl flop it like Drew. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't feel well. <laughs> that was one of the other things that made me audibly laugh. Because Sheree, like true. We say a lot about Sheree, but we'll never say that her shade doesn't hit when it hits. <laughs> Flop it because drop it. I was like, oh my God, that's way too good. They set that like whole scene up perfectly. Because like, they made Chateau Sheree like, look like a haunted house. They did. Like, lightning was like th- <laughs> thundering and lightning and stuff. And they like zoom in on Sheree. Like she gives us like one liner and then like no more from her the rest of the episode. I'm like, okay, <laughs> there we so go. Bizarre. It was like a All haunted right. house. It was so weird. <laughs> Love um, it. Candace starts performing, and holy shit, she's amazing. Yes. 
I wasn't expected to be that good. Like, cause you know, let's face it. We've seen some pretty rinky dink looking housewives performances. Mm. This was like, okay. I like the hair looked great. The hair, the outfit, the the dancing, everything. Mm -hmm. It was, it was legit. It was professional. Like she's truly a star. She's doing it. She is doing it. Mm-hmm. I was very glad that the Drew and Candace duet was received the way it was because I was like, wait a minute. Is this? <laughs> and thank God the rest of them are like, oh, well, hold on now. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Candy's like, I would not have invited people to this. This right. is not a thing. And also, like, I think what was supposed to happen was Drew was supposed to do a whole lot more. Drew was supposed mm. to be doing like a lot more of the like chords and stuff like that. I'm she- wondering, do you think, well, I'm wondering, uh, Shamari, I wonder if she was supposed to do more, but then like it was such short notice that like she drew, she was oh. like, okay, let me just have Drew do some, oh. and then and get off stage. Can do- okay. That's yeah. possible. That's I'm wondering. Possible. That is but it, possible. But, but if Candace called two people, to just do those runs for 40 seconds, then, okay, girl. <laughs> like, we could have done without this. Yeah, yeah. But they've dropped the whole song together now. I haven't yes. listened, but they've dropped the whole either. song together. So we'll we'll listen and report back next week, see what we think about it. That's our homework. There we go. Um, after the performance, there's literally like five seconds of the Drew Sonya beef, and then it's over. I'm like, yes, yep. thank God I have right. no energy for this. No need to linger. And good, good. In case you missed it last week, Kendrick let everyone know, reminded everyone that the reason Candy is so eager to fight is because she's coming off of Queens of R&B where she was fighting. She's tired. Mm -hmm. But she's also been what it's interesting because on Queens of R&B, there's a whole fight about who should get like top billing and who should be first because of who has the bigger turnout. So it's really funny so in case you guys don't know, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. So it's SWV and Escape. Yes. And so the it's SWV is the one who came up with the show idea. So they're like, obviously, we would have first billing. It would be SWV mm-hmm. Escape. But then Candy is like, as a businesswoman, she's like, I'm sorry, but it should absolutely be Escape because we are still doing reality TV. We've got more followers. We yes. bring a crowd. It's on the backs of Candy and Tiny because they've been like in the public eye this entire time. Yes, they have mm-hmm. not gone away. They still have a relevant audience that will mm-hmm. bring people out. And so they get into a whole, there's a whole bunch of drama about who gets billed first. Mm-hmm. And so the irony that this comes up where the crowd candy would bring in is like ghetto. It's like, right. oh, she takes that real personal, I bet. Because right. like, it's like, ooh, of all the things to fucking say, it's, mm-hmm. fucking say that. Mm-hmm. And so, but Candy confronts Courtney by putting Sonya on the spot perfectly. She goes, apparently you had some things to say to Sonya. Yes. So she puts she's Courtney on the spot. Perfectly. And can, yeah, and Sonya, so Sonya has to answer. She's like, yeah, well, yes, you did say, you did say that she brought a whole bunch of ghetto people came after you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's right, Sonya, what you gonna do now? Yep. Because <laughs> it, it's perfect because 
not only is she putting her on the spot, she's making her prove that she's a loyal friend in front of her. It's perfect at the last Can't get episode. out of it. Can't mm-hmm. get out of it now. What you gonna do now? Yep. What okay. you gonna do? Or are you gonna are you gonna pull that whole well no, she didn't say it like oh. that like that move, but like mm-hmm. Sonya actually she said it, so I'm like, okay, yes. Sonya, okay. You, get, you you're okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Right. Uh, but Courtney clarifies, she's like, I'm ghetto. I'm from the ghetto. I I I meant ghetto people came. I'm like, that's we got that. That's what we thought you meant. Right. Like what? We're, we're all pretty sure that that's what we thought you meant. <laughs> like, right. Like no one, we're all still confused by the no way. No one was like <laughs> that didn't clarify anything. No. Uh, Kenya though calls what Courtney did or is doing aggressive. It's very aggressive though. I'm like <sighs> Kenya. <laughs> stop. <laughs> You've got to stop doing uh, the things that's going to get you in trouble. Uh-huh. Courtney's not worth our time. Don't anyone get up in arms about Kenya right. calling her aggressive, please, cuz just let's just Courtney sucks. Right. Kenya Kenya Kenya's doing it right this season. Uh-huh. I just I don't want I don't want Courtney taking Courtney doesn't get any any support people. Okay. Yes. Courtney came on the show thirsty as hell, trying to pick a fight, and she's getting exact unfortunately Candy's giving her exactly what she wanted. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what sucks is that Candy's giving it to her because the best thing to do would be giving her nothing. Exactly. To is give it, her zero. Had it been any other season, Candy wouldn't have given her this either. But it, it, the timing of it, Candy's like anybody that wants the smoke I got can it. get the smoke like yep. this year. Yep, it, yeah. it's that's exactly it's the timing. It worked it's out well t- for Courtney. It worked out well for Courtney. A, yeah, she's trying to get a spot on the show. So there you go. Damn, you got it. <laughs> um, Candy, Candy's pulling that if whoever's event it was should be grateful that the people showed up. It's like it. Listen. To some extent, yes, but it is true that a bunch of assholes showing up to an event is not great. That, like, as someone who has worked many events, it's mm-hmm. true. Like, when you just get a bunch of cheap jerks that are like, yeah. I didn't pay for that. I'm not paying for that. It's like, never mind. I'd rather you guys didn't show up. Yeah. But Candy, keep, Courtney keeps going, Candy, you're really triggered. You're triggered. I'm like, you need to shut your mouth God. right now. Okay. And so Candy gets real loud. And she's like, how about I bring everybody out? <laughs> Not I bring the hood out when you are the ghetto. Mm-hmm. Yes, ghetto. Get Love it. Love but it. Then, but then they like settle down and it's just like over. This is so Atlanta. But they just like right. settle down and Sonya plays producer and she's like, Moneta, you mentioned something about Marlo upsetting you. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love I'm that. Like, okay. <laughs> Uh, I will say, I don't really get why, other than just trying to show Candy that she has her back, I don't yeah. really get why Moneta's mad at Marlo. Do you? I. It feels, it's a little bit of a reach, but I understand the reach. I think she's mad because she thought that like her and Marlo were like actually forming a friendship, but then like. The whole time, Marlo behind her back is being like, oh, Moneta's kind of a puppet. That's Candy's puppet. Look, she allowed her to come outside. Okay. Like, this kind of stuff. So she's like, well, I thought we were cool, but here you go. Obviously, like you always do, talking crap behind my back. And I didn't know anything Thank about you. it. Because mm. I was confused. Because I was, yeah. I I was, you know what? That's why I was confused. I thought for sure Moneta wouldn't want to even like, because Candy right off the top when you first see Moneta this season she's like she didn't have my back last year 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let it be known that she was pissed about how Monetta wouldn't talk to Marlo. So mm-hmm. I just, I guess I was surprised that Monetta would even want to say, but I guess she didn't. Sonia made her say it. Right. Uh, but she, I was just surprised that she'd even care, but uh, whatever. Anyway, right. Right, the right. more important, the more important thing is that Marlo goes, so is that all you had to say to me, beautiful? Mm. Okay. Dismissive. Okay, cool. Okay. Cool. Uh, but then Drew says, Candy, what's going on at Blaze? And Marlo, what happened at Blaze? Oh, the shooting. And mm. this really sparks a lot. Yep. And Candy says it's a private matter. Marlo obviously gets mad. They all leave. And then you get the thing 30 minutes after they wrapped. Mm-hmm. And Drew is defending why she didn't say shooting. Mm-hmm. Drew has no idea about the history that Marlo has with this. So it's right. like, why are you mad at her? Right. This is so unfair. And like the fact that you're doubling down on Watch What Happens Live, it's like, no, no, no. You should not have taken it out on Drew. She was not there the first time around. So she's simply respecting the fact that I wouldn't say what happened at what the shooting. Right. I wouldn't say that either. It's like I if I wanted to bring it up, I would present it like that and if she took it and ran with it then I would go I would take her lead I would still want to ask about it on camera because that's fair mm-hmm. but right Drew didn't do anything wrong let Marlo me you, go go ahead go to, let me tell you why this grosses me out some because I feel like it, to me it feels like Marlo is using both Drew and her nephew's passing because her bigger issue is that she feels like Candy doesn't say certain things on camera. And it's like, this is a long, like, this is a gross route to get to that. Like, just say that, like, leave the nephew and the, like, all of that out of it. But I do want to, I want to talk about, like, that text message exchange that yeah. Marlo shows because that does seem like to me like insensitive. Like, it doesn't seem like not a, like a big reaction. And then I'll say, well, you know, Texts are ambiguous. Like, I don't, there's got to be more to that, maybe. But then when they show, like, the on camera interaction between them, when they're talking about it, like, they pulled out, like, unaired footage from, I don't know if it was last year or the year before or whatever, but they were talking about it. And Candy was just kind of like, you know, oh, okay. You know, so. Yes. I, it feels like there's something underlying here that none of us know about. Agreed. And I. Because Candy's the most sensitive, like, the most sensitive housewife we have. So, yeah. like, she's moved by stuff. So, like, her not, like, not coming across as being moved by this, it's got to be something else in play here. Because Agreed. Because <laughs> it it's very, we've never heard about this nephew before. Mm-hmm. We've, we've, I mean, maybe it's been edited out, but she's never right. brought this issue up before. Mm-hmm. She's never said anything about being heartbroken over this happening Right. Prior and now it's an issue. Mm-hmm. It was so absurd how Candy was responding in that unaired footage. Yeah. That it had to be something Candy did not want to say. Yeah. On camera because mm-hmm. it didn't make sense. Right. If someone it's someone who worked for Candy that mm-hmm. according to Marlo, Candy knew, Candy worked with, Candy had in the kitchen. I don't see her just not caring. Right. It's, so, it's something we're missing as the audience. It's got to be. So it just, 
like you said, it just feels like you're trying to prove that Candy doesn't talk about her stuff on camera. But I also don't know if I believe that. I, I don't agree with that. Right. At all. I feel like if there's anybody that puts it all out there, like across franchises, it's Candy. Candy's and also, had, Marlo, like, don't you still not tell us how you make your money? Hello? Because <laughs> it ain't all the archive. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it It's... It's weird. I don't know. Marlo has a weird thing with candy. I don't yeah, know what it, what it is. Or, I okay. This is a, a wild theory to have, but I my I have a theory about why they have this underlying issue. I think it's because of that failed reality show that mm. where Candy tried her hardest to like you know Marlo was for those that don't know the backstory. Marlo was upset because she was never going to get a peach. Like that's the way it was coming across. She was never going to get a peach. She's going to be used as, like, the permanent friend of to, like, come in, say salacious things, get it started, and then, like, whatever. At some point, you know, Candy and Todd, they do the TV production, the the stage production and stuff. They were like, okay, we want to do this reality show that we're going to pitch to another network. Let's invite Marlo to be on it and some other people that, like, we know like Funky Dineva and some other people that like, you know, our names, you know, that people would recognize and would tune in for the show for. They said that Marlo, not just them, Funky Dineva too said that Marlo was so difficult that Candy and Todd said, you know what? Fuck this show. We're not doing it anymore. Like we have no interest anymore. We're getting out of it. So then Marlo had to go back to trying to be, a housewife full time. And so I think that she still has resentment about that, that they were just like that. She can't own that. She was so difficult to work with. She just sees it as like, they, they yanked me around with this whole thing. Talking about they wanted to, you know, do this and that for me. And it, it it came up a little bit at the reunion last year. If you remember. Yes, it did. Yeah. She brought it. So I I think it has something to do with that. You know what? You might be, as soon as you said that she doesn't want to admit she was difficult, Mm-hmm. That's I that you I feel like you're really nailing it because Marlo doesn't weird, want to admit right? that, mm-hmm. and she would be mad that Candy has that knowledge and that and that information, mm-hmm. and so that does track. Yep, that and that she's trying to. Pr- How come my shit has to be out there, but Candy's isn't? It's like because Candy do- first of all, Candy doesn't even drink, so right. it's not <laughs> like Candy can be all that scandalous. Right. There's no lawsuits against Candy that we don't know of. We would have people will find that out. It's all public knowledge. So some Bravo detective would have found it by now. And everybody that comes across her loves her. Like no one has a bad thing to say about Candy except like Nene. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's it. No one else has anything bad to say about Candy. They love her as a business person. They love her as like an on-air personality. Like, they love candy. Everyone says that, like, Bravo loves them some candy beers. That's why she's had, like, 57 spinoffs. She's been, she's now, what, the longest-running housewife in history? So, like, it's hers. Like, Bravo loves her. No one has anything bad to say. And I think Marlo hates that. And, you know, Marlo is, like, her own worst enemy. So she probably, like, it's like it drives her nuts that, because, okay, so, Early in my restaurant career, 
I mm-hmm. got I let I would get so mad and I would lose it because it just would get so frustrating and I'd be on the floor and I would get mad at somebody and I would mm-hmm. I would hate I would hate myself afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so I started to adjust like I would adjust my personality like to not do that because it's not mm-hmm. good. Right. But I remember being really resentful of this one other manager I worked with who was always level headed. Mm-hmm. She was always mm-hmm. super even keeled. And I was like I remember being pissed about it like i remember being like oh that fucking bitch that was so fucking <laughs> and oh. it's like it's kind of like marlo resents that candy has just never made all these mistakes that marlo has made and you know what let's even take it a step further it may be that she feels like because candy isn't like the one that like in your example like is losing her shit it feels like Candy is the one that never gets the bad edit when Marlo has had like to quote unquote do yeah. the heavy lifting. And so she's the one that always gets attacked by the fans or mm. she's the one getting judged for this and that while Candy is just like in her mind, smooth sailing her way through this show and being yes. the highest paid on the show. Wow. So she's probably like, okay, all of this shit is like not adding up. I hate this. And yeah. Yeah. So maybe we solved it. Maybe we I, solved it. <laughs> yeah. I and I I guess it's kind of, maybe it's obvious to some people, but that's our opinion and we think we we're go. geniuses for it. Mm. You're welcome. Bloop. <laughs> Bloopity bloop. Because the way she screams, like it's like she's not getting the reaction she wants from Drew. So right. then she just starts going, My blood nephew is dead. And mm-hmm. that's where I was like, Ew, this is gross. I feel like yeah. you're truly just using like a, a scary thing to say, like, no one wants to touch that, you know, like my nephew's right. dead. Like and Drew's like, I'm actually not getting why you're even saying this. Right. It's like, just what not, does that have to do with this? Nothing. I it, it just all came across weird. I think another level of it, too, is that, plain and simple, I think, you know, Candy and Nene don't get along. Marlo has been up Nene's ass for oh. so many years, so Marlo doesn't get along with Candy either. Simple okay. as that. So I think, I think it's multi-layered. I think that Can, I mean, Marlo really has no incentive to necessarily be on the same team as Candy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a lot at play. Well Blue. then, <laughs> well, that was a wonderful recap. That was fun. I know. I love that we said we were like, "Oh, we don't have that many notes for this episode," and it's still like <laughs> two hours. Into- <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Whoopsie. <Whoopsies. laughs> anyway, all right, guys. Well, that wraps us up for this week. We will see you next week. Don't forget to follow Kendrick at Reality and Comics Two T O O. Not the yep. number two. And also check out his podcast everywhere you get your podcasts. Reality and Comics 2 with Kendrick Tucker. And, of course, subscribe if you're not already. Give me a five-star. Oh, whatever. The outro will tell you what else to do. All right, guys. Love you. <laughs> mean it. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. 
And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.